Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom, and I'm excited and thankful you're here today. In case you're new here, the Small Scale Life Podcast is all about simple living and our journey to create a simple life at our Driftless Oaks Farm in western Wisconsin. My wife, Julie, and I are focused on getting back to the basics and getting back to the land through gardening, homesteading, financial freedom, and building community. I'm glad you're here today. Well, uh, Julie and I have had our first significant snowstorm here at Driftless Oaks Farm, and we're currently getting a fairly large snowstorm right now. I'm cozy and warm here in the landing podcast studio, but the wind continues to whip snow across the property here in western Wisconsin. I'll have a winter storm preparation episode coming up for you next week, early next week. And I've got another episode coming up with uh, with my good friend Adam Rick as well. And that's a really good one. It's all about homesteading and building a business. So sorry for the delay in getting this episode out. It's been a busy week here on the farm. We're getting ready for the holidays, using the plow for the first time on the truck, Frank the truck. We're getting an ATV. We call it Betty Boop running and getting caught up on work stuff. Yeah, work stuff, that thing that we actually pays the bills. So yeah, got it. Got a lot going on this week and the week seemed to fly by. But here we are. And here is this week's Small Scale Life podcast. This is actually a follow-up to last week's podcast. Last week on the Small Scale Life podcast, I discussed my daily gratitude practice and gave four tips to establishing your own daily gratitude practice. As a recap, the four tips were take some time and think about what you're truly grateful for. Make a list of people and things and challenges. Yes, challenges you are grateful for. I mean, we tend to learn more with the challenges in life, right? Iron sharpens iron. You don't build more muscle by just sitting on the couch. You actually have to struggle. So challenges can actually really help you grow and change. And it really stinks to go through challenges, right? Nobody wants to go through challenges in life. But at the end of it, when you look back, you'll actually be grateful for them, believe it or not. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then keep those lists in a journal. So the things you're you're thankful for, the people, things, and challenges, keep those lists in a journal. Brief bullet points only. Don't write a book. It isn't sustainable. Ask me how I know. And then let someone on that list know that you're grateful. These four steps really do help improve your mindset really make you think about things. And um, if you want to go to deeper levels, I mean, think you can even start thinking about, well, this cup of coffee. I mean, the cup, it came from a place and whether it's metal or ceramic, where did it come from? And the clay that came from the ground or, or the beans, where do they come from? And the people that transported it and the people that grew the beans, the people that harvest the beans, the people that roasted the beans. I mean, there's so many people that we can be thankful for and just a simple cup of coffee. It really blows your mind. I've been really trying to be intentional about this week. And I wanted to talk about something that happened actually a couple times this week. I actually completed number four on my list. Let some people know on your list that you're grateful. So I let two people on my list know that I'm very grateful for them, Teresa and Dale. So let's talk about each one of those. So the first person that I told that I was very thankful for, for for being a friend and then just being a great realtor, is the person that helped us sell the house in North Minneapolis. And Teresa, she is a rock star. She came in and she just did a wonderful job with the house, uh, helped to stage it, gave us some you know healthy criticisms, got things where it's where it was supposed to be, brought in a stager. I mean, man, the place sparkled and she did everything she could to help us escape Minneapolis. The place looked like a million bucks. We had 34 showings. We had 17 offers. And this is just one weekend of activity last last August. It was amazing. It was incredible. The offers we were getting were ridiculous. 
And even though it was over a year later, I just, I felt that it was important to let her know that we appreciated her efforts and that she was a big part of Drift, of, of the Driftless Oaks farm story. We wouldn't be here if she didn't help us last year. It was really great. She came out this week and uh, spent some time with Julie early in the week. And unfortunately, I was out of the office and couldn't see her, but uh, she came to the farm and got to check it out and, and uh, thought it was pretty cool. So thank you, Teresa, so much. You are definitely in our Hall of Heroes and in our hearts, and you're a great friend, and we really appreciate everything you did to get us here. And it was great to tell her that, and and she's like, oh, yeah, it was great, and look where you are now. And she just, it was great, really nice talking to her. She's such a nice person. And the second person I thanked was my former boss. I mean, he's still in the organization, but he was my boss for a couple years and just moved down to Arizona. He escaped the, uh, the frozen tundra. Went down to Arizona and is down there, and and Dale is one of the best leaders I've worked for worked for in over in over twenty five years, and almost well over twenty five years. The entire team that we had working under him, we really thrived under his management. We got a lot of work done. I mean, we got work done faster and better than other districts have in three years. I mean, we ran circles around him, and he did a really great job. He recognized our hard work. He put in for spot bonuses and pay increases, and I just wanted to let him know that it was beyond the pay increase. I wanted to thank him for that, too, but I wanted to let him know that I really appreciated his leadership and his management style and who he was as a person. And uh, I did thank him for putting in for the bonuses. And I never thought that was possible at the government. But yes, it did happen. And I do appreciate it very much. And uh, he was a great guy to work with, a great sense of humor. And this is where things got interesting. And this is kind of where he tied some things in with Teresa. Dale said thank you. And he appreciated uh, my gratitude. And he told me that I should really thank the civil unrest in Minneapolis in 2020. He said that the unrest seemed to be the motivation for leaving the Twin Cities. And with 1,700 buildings burned to the ground south of our home, I couldn't disagree. It was a byproduct of the chaos and unrest that marked 2020. We got motivated. We fixed up the house. We packed up and we left. And we went to the suburbs. And now we are here at Driftless Oaks Farm. And of course, Teresa was part of that story too. Look at us now. We're here in Driftless Oaks. We're in the Driftless region. We are loving it. I mean, yes, we have a snowstorm right now, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, we're just, we just hunker down here and it feels like we should have a fire going. I got to fix the fireplace, but we should have a fire going and some hot cocoa and have a movie on and hear the crackling wood and just let the wind blow and the snow come. Let it come because we are going to be just hunkered down and warm and cozy and just enjoy it, right? And this is what it's supposed to be like. This is what it's all about. This is the vision that we had. So yes, in a weird way, I have to thank the people who burned down the Twin Cities in 2020. They helped push us along and get us here. 2020 was a major tipping point in our lives. And we're going to talk about tipping points. I'm going to actually define that for you, kind of walk through that, talk about some of the major tipping points in my life in a, in a future podcast. And you'll start to look at your own life a little differently. You'll say, hmm, do I have tipping points? And I bet you do. So we'll get to that in a future episode of the Small Scale Life podcast. So let's talk about some other things that happened this week, and that's all tied into this. It kind of wraps it all up. This is going to be a fairly short podcast, but that's okay. So over the past week on the Small Scale Life Instagram page, so if you're on Instagram, you should follow Small Scale Life. That's where I'm at. That's where I post every day. It's like microblogging in a way. And I posted several different images and messages about my gratitude practice in the most recent episode of the Small Scale Life podcast. A little advertising for you, I'm not going to lie, but I also love to take pictures. I've got so many pictures 
to share with people. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, if you only saw the 10,000 photos I have on my phone. Anyway, I did have an interesting exchange a conversation with the with one of the small scale life Instagram followers to, yesterday, and it went something like this. The person commenting said that it was hard to be grateful when I have to worry about getting carjacked going to the grocery store. I guess I should be grateful I have a car to jack. And that's an interesting perspective. And yes, you could be grateful for that. But I took a different tack to it. I told that commenter the story about my former boss, Dale. I talked about what he had just said about the civil unrest in 2020 and how that was a key tipping point, the key moment, that key thing that we needed to get us moving quickly on this journey. And it brought us here. We needed that swift kick in the pants, and we certainly got it in 2020. I could see us still being there if things hadn't gone upside down. We would still be there for maybe a couple more years as we were saving up money and plotting and planning and planning and plotting and doing a lot of thinking, but not a lot of doing. But what happened was that whole thing went down and decisions were made. It's time to go. It was time to go. And uh, we found Eagles Ridge. We decided that was the place to be. We got plans. We got ready. Didn't happen. And now we're here. (laughs) We're here at Driftless Oaks. And, And as I'm thinking about that, I told the commenter this. I said, maybe the situation is making you uncomfortable because it's time to go. Just like us. It was time to leave that environment. High crime, danger, never being able to thrive because you're always in hyper survival mode, right? And I know it's a hard decision and a costly one at that, but it might be the right one. Think about it. The universe, God, higher power, great spirit might be telling you something. And once you get where you're supposed to be, you'll look back at things differently. And that's exactly what we're doing here, right? I mean, going through the time, driving through St. Paul and Minneapolis, like the day after that all happened, was was eye-opening. And it really was. And and it felt like the world was falling apart. But looking back on it now, it's just what we needed to get here. So the the commenter thanked me for the words and said that they will adjust their attitude. They appreciated the post and response and will live vicariously until their new property appears. And it will appear. It'll come to you. When things are really hard and you can't seem to break through and you can't seem to, none of the offers are being accepted. Those places aren't for you. When that offer goes in, when those offers go in or you find that thing, you'll know it and and, and it'll happen. Trust me, it's it's strange how that works out. I mean, and I'm not saying get married to a property. You got to always be willing to walk away. But when you see it and you feel it and you feel the energy and you just know, there's just something in your brain that says, yep, this is it. This is it. And you just know, and it's going to be yours. I mean, when, and we're going to talk about the story uh, this weekend, Jules and I are going to sit down and record this. I mean, I knew I was going to be at this place. I knew it. I just, I saw it and we got to work and we made it happen. And I knew we were going to be here. I told Ryan, we were up north turkey hunting. And I looked over at him and said, we're going to own this place. It's ours. There's just no question about it. We're going to own it. And here we are. (laughs) It's amazing how the the world works out. The universe works out. So just be ready. Okay. That is 
another piece of this whole small-scale life journey. This is what it's all about, is inspiring others to dream and act. You know, at some point over the past year, I realized I might never make a dime off a small-scale life. Maybe not. I don't know. You know, I, I had a podcast with Nicole Sauce, a couple of them actually, where we were brainstorming a bit about the small business and trying to figure it out. And she said, it'll come to you and, and maybe it won't. And, you know, there for a few years, there's been a lot of thinking about what business can I make this into? What can I, how can I make some money off then, off this? But again, at some point over the past year, I just kind of realized something. And that is that I can help some people get a new start. I can interview interesting people and show them our journey here at Driftless Oaks Farm. I can inter- I can interview interesting people who started their own business or who have moved from the urban area in a secure job to the to a homestead where it's yeah, I don't know a little little shaky and now I'm working here part time and I'm putting it together with veggies and CSA boxes and stuff or you know there's a lot of different ways to go about it or maybe have started a side hustle right Dallas Half Acre Farms Michael Bell. He's a teacher, but then he's also got a side hustle where he's selling boxes of veggies, right? There are ways we can go about this that are not traditional. Our nine to five is traditional. Marching in lockstep with the whistle at the factory that doesn't exist anymore is traditional. Having side hustles, having a small business is not traditional. Well, in this modern day and age, it doesn't seem traditional with massive companies like Amazon, Google, uh, big box stores, you know, Target, Walmart, Sam's Club, Costco. It's just, we are looking for people that will inspire you. And I can help people dream and I can help them to act by inspiring them. That is the goal here. And yes, we're documenting our journey because, hey, it was our dream to leave the city and do this differently and live differently. So I'm grateful that Julie and I are here at Driftless Oaks Farm totally grateful about that. And we're away from the big urban area. We can breathe. We can grow. We can dream. We can take this existing homestead and improve it. We can put our own infrastructure and create new gardens, improve the orchard, establish trail in the woods, create beautiful sacred spaces here and connect with nature. We can do all that. And the good things is there's pieces we can build on. There's We have jumped, compared to Eagles Ridge, we've jumped a good 15 to 20 years ahead. We got a huge head start and we're going to be sharing this journey with you. And I'm grateful for that opportunity and I'm grateful you'll be along with us. I sure hope you will. I hope you'll join us. It's going to be a fun adventure to be sure. We're going to screw up a lot. We're going to make a lot of mistakes. We're going to learn a lot along the way as we learn, do grow and be a little better every day. But I sure hope you'll join us because it's going to be fun. So where do we go from here? Having a daily gratitude practice does help. It's amazing how great you'll feel when you tell someone how grateful you are for them. The secret is you feel great and the person receiving that gratitude feels even better. Seriously, it'll bring a smile to your face. When you when you do it, you'll get tingles and, and you'll see that smile on their face and, and maybe even a tear in their eye because people don't hear this enough, right? They're getting yelled at at their work or they're getting yelled at in life. And maybe maybe that kind word is just what they needed and it costs you nothing right? So why not give this daily gratitude practice a try? Remember the four tips to starting your own gratitude practice. One, take some time and think about what you're truly grateful about, right? Two, make a list of people, things, and challenges you are grateful for. 
And then keep those lists in a journal. That's number three. Keep those lists in a journal. Brief bullet points only. Don't write a book. It isn't sustainable. But keep the lists in a journal and review them from time to time. You'll be amazed how far you've come in a, in a short amount of time. And then let someone on that list know you're grateful. Okay? Give it a try. Let me know what you think and how it works out for you. I'd love to know. This is good stuff. Truly good stuff. And you can let me know in the comments on smallscalelife.com or email me at realsmallscalelife at gmail.com. Or you can hit me in the DMs on Instagram or in Facebook. You can just let me know. So thank you so much for listening to Small Scale Life or reading the article at smallscalelife.com. You are the hero in today's Hall of Heroes. I know that sounds a little cheesy, but we'll get back to the Hall of Heroes next week. We will. And uh, we've got some good podcasts coming, and we're not stopping over Christmas. I've stopped long enough. It's time to get rolling. So thank you for your time and your energy. Thank you for being here today. I appreciate you, and, uh, and we'll see you next time. So in closing, from the north to the south, from the east to the west, and everywhere in between... May the gods, spirits, and folk be blessed at this place. May we heal the land and protect the soil, animals, and plants. May we live in strength and love, leading the way as we learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day. This is Tom from the Small Scale Life Podcast. I hope you have a great week. We'll see you real soon, and take care, everybody. Be careful in these snowstorms. See you real soon. Bye. This has been a production of Small Scale Life Media. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Make him the cutest thing that I've ever seen. Give him tulips like pillows and clovers. And tell him that my lonesome nights are over. Sandman. Yes? So gonna keep that. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs>